not too long ago I did an episode on savings and I was going to do budgeting that same episode because they go together but then I realized that I had so much to say about both that I'm better off splitting them into two episodes so that they aren't too long. So anyways here we are with episode 6 on budgeting. We're going to go over why knowing how to budget is one of the first things you have to do if you want to understand how your cash flows. It might be difficult and time consuming but you have to take those initial steps and know that it's worth it. It doesn't matter how much financial knowledge you have, budgeting is always key under any circumstances. You need the information you get from budgeting in order to better plan for not only your short-term goals, but also long-term, like a retirement account, which I also plan to do an episode on as well, so that I can better explain to all of you the different type of options because it can be very confusing. Or maybe you haven't even thought about it yet, but believe me, it's something that you should be thinking about because the earlier you do it, the better, which is like anything in finance. I'm Kevin Munoz, this is the Leo Podcast, and today is Monday, the 2nd of November. Let's go over what is budgeting. It's a plan to manage your spendings and savings. There are numerous benefits to having a budget, which for one, includes less stress because you'll know exactly how much money you earn, how much you can afford to spend each month, and how much you need to save. It highlights where you might need to make changes so that you're overall spending less, saving more, and earning more. Setting a budget forces you to map out your goals and set your own limits on where your money is going. It's a powerful way to ensure that you're not spending more than you earn. Think about it, before credit cards, people tended to know if they were living within their means. At the end of the month, they'd pay their bills and whatnot, and if they had extra money, they'd save it. Now, people overuse and abuse credit cards, and they might not even realize it that they're overspending until they find themselves drowning in debt. Your income is your most powerful tool. So you have to make sure that you don't spend your money on any unnecessary expenses. Go through your bank accounts and statements and to see what you're paying for each month. Then ask yourself if it's possible to cut down or eliminate any. The best place to start is your monthly subscriptions. Everything these days is subscription based. And this is because companies like Amazon uh, with Amazon Prime, Netflix, music subscriptions, and gym memberships. All these services bank on you forgetting to cancel your subscription. Next thing you know, you might be paying for a service that you're not even using anymore. So this is very important to check on. So let's begin with a couple of steps on how to make your budget. Because the first things you have to do is choose a budget plan. I'm gonna go over the popular 50-20-30 budget. But first, here are a couple of steps that will help you. First step, you have to figure out what you earn each month after taxes, aka your net pay versus your gross pay, which is the total amount you earn before any taxes and deductions are taken out. Second, you need to track your expenses for a month or two and see how much you're spending in a typical month and what you're spending it on. There are different types of tools that can help you with this, like worksheets or apps. And one of the apps that I recommend for budgeting is called Mint. You connect it with your bank accounts and it does all the work for you. No, I'm not being paid to say that. I just think it's a really good app for budgeting. Thirdly, you need to decide what categories you will use for your budget and come up with a monthly limit for each category. For example, setting a limit on how much you're going to spend on eating out or takeout. Apps do this for you and you can even edit what categories your spending falls under. So I definitely recommend checking them out. And fourth, stick to your limits. Apps and software can help you with this by setting up alerts for when you might go over your limit. Once you become accustomed to your budget, you can always try to find more places to cut back. And now let's go over the 50-20-30 budget. So the 50-20-30 rule of thumb for budgeting, it's called 50-20-30 because in this approach, you'd be dividing your income into 50% towards essentials, 
20% goes towards financial goals and 30% is for your wants, aka flexible spending. Like I've said, it's a very popular but simple plan that if you stick to it, it will help you tremendously. Of course, you can modify these percentages to something that makes sense with your budget because everyone's situation is different. So let's dissect this a little bit more. 50% of your tax income will be budgeted towards your needs. This would include things like rent or mortgage, utilities, groceries, healthcare, childcare, or other expenses that you need so that you can work. If this percentage needs to be higher than 50, then you should dip into your wants portion of your budget for a while. 20% goes towards paying down debt, savings, or funding towards your retirement. This is where you have to think ahead and your future. Getting your debt down, saving money, having an emergency fund is all ultimately to help you have a stronger financial future. 30% of your income will be towards your wants. The difficult part is separating the wants and needs. Needs are things that are essential for you to live and work, while wants are non-essential things like eating out, gifts, traveling, and entertainment. Wants and needs obviously vary from person to person, but ultimately, whatever your wants and needs are, if you want to get out of debt fast, then you might decide your wants can wait until you have some savings or your debt is under control. Just don't forget to enjoy life and leave money aside for yourself and for the things that you enjoy as well. This way, you'll also be more likely to stick to your budget. Your budget is a tool to help you. It's not something that should keep you from enjoying your life. It's just something that will help you manage it better, which is why you should adjust it to your lifestyle. So there you have it. That's the popular 50-20-30 budget. And look, when it comes to money, nobody is perfect. And many are oblivious to money management. But you have to be proactive, especially us Latinos and minorities, where these resources are made even harder to access. So if you want to get your money up, it starts with you and taking that first step. You need to be proactive. It's okay if you make mistakes, as long as you learn from them. It's about changing your mentality and taking action to turn your situation around. Sometimes we all just need to experience mistakes in order to learn our lessons. So don't be afraid to fail. With that being said, there are a few things that you should avoid so that you can be on the right path to a healthier financial life. 1. Living beyond your means. It's the number one mistake that most people make no matter their income. If you make $40,000 a year and you're spending $41,000, you're in debt and you're in trouble. It's that simple. Another one is carrying too much debt. Now there's good debt and bad debt, but we'll get into that in another episode. But for now, just know that owning a house is an example of good debt. Again, as long as you're living within your means and you can afford the mortgage payments and not be sold on an overpriced house just because it has a nicer bathroom and then you come to realize down the road that you can't afford the house. Thirdly, not having an emergency fund. I covered the importance of this one in the savings episode and how it can be utilized for an immigration lawyer as well. But also if you got fired from your job or sick, you're going to need money while you get back on your feet. So like I mentioned in my savings episode, aim for at least three months worth of expenses. And no, credit cards are not emergency funds. Fourth, lack of savings. The majority of people owe so much money that they can't even afford to save any of their own money. Even if you have credit card debt or student loans, you have to save your money. The best advice I've ever gotten is always pay yourself first. Put that money in your savings account. And lastly, not having a budget. The reason most accountants and bankers have money is that they track every single penny very well with a budget. Budgeting is key if you want to save money and put some aside towards savings. Like I said before, it seems like a lot of work, but if you work hard for your money, you should work hard to keep it as well, don't you think? And now it's time for some finance facts. Did you know that Wall Street is really named after a wall? 
It was a wooden barrier built in 1653 to protect the Dutch colonists who then ruled Manhattan from the British and the Native Americans. A majority of the United States bills have traces of drugs on them. A 2009 study by chemist Yugang Zhou of the University of Massachusetts Dartmouth found that 85% to 95% of paper money in circulation contains traces of cocaine. In Detroit, LA, Miami, Boston, and few other major cities, bills showed traces of cocaine 100% of the time. Compare that to China and Japan, where the percentages was much lower at only 20% and 12% respectively. A bill's life expectancy is no longer than 15 years. After being used on a regular basis, bills wear out and are taken out of circulation. The $1 bill gets the most use and typically only lasts about 5.8 years. However, it's not the shortest life expectancy for a bill. That title belongs to the $10 bill, which surprisingly only lasts about 4.5 years. The $5 bill also has a shorter lifespan than the $1 bill, coming in at 5.5 years, whereas the $20 and $50 bills start to trend upwards at 7.9 years and 8.5 years. The longest lifespan belongs to the $100 bill, which lasts an average of 15 years. Now for the key takeaways. Budgeting is a plan to manage your spendings and savings. There are numerous benefits to budgeting, but most importantly, setting a budget forces you to map out your goals and set your own limits. A popular budgeting plan is the 50-20-30 rule of thumb. 50% towards essentials, 20% towards your financial goals, and 30% is for your wants. And lastly, make sure you're living within your means. If you want to support me in the podcast, just follow my Instagram and any of my socials at latinamericaneo. And as usual, if you have any questions or want to know more in detail about what was covered on today's episode, you could find more info in my blog post on my website, latinamericaneo.org. That's L-A-T-I-N-A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-E-O dot org. I'm Kevin Munoz. This is the Leo Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. I'll see you next time.